This is 251 Now with Kelly Finley, the go-to place for what's happening in our local community. Presented by Spring Hill College. The businesses you need to know about. Local artists to support. Restaurants to visit. Community leaders making a difference. Local topics you and your friends are talking about now. Good Sunday morning and welcome to 251 Now with Kelly Finley. It's 251 Now in 2023. We've been off for a couple of weeks enjoying time with our family, but we are back in full effect and back with a great guest to help kick off this Sunday. Um, As I do each Sunday, I have my guests introduce themselves and tell you which organization they're with. And then we get right to the conversation at hand. Good morning. Good morning, Kelly. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm wonderful in this new year. Right, right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Okay, ma'am. Introduce yourself to everyone. All right. So I am Dr. Carrie McDade-Hancock. I am a pediatrician here in Mobile. And I am the owner of Victory Pediatrics, which is a new pediatric practice that we've just opened in Mobile. Very excited. Now, before we get into what you do, from a professional standpoint and who you are personally, let's let's go backward a little bit and let people know where you originally from. Okay, so I am originally from Mobile, Alabama. I was raised in the Maysville community here. Um, went to uh, high school, undergraduate, medical school here in Mobile. Um, wait, 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 you're, like, you're like glossing over because people like to get real proud with their high school dad. <laughs> okay, so okay. let me backtrack. <laughs> so I am a proud alumni of John L. LaFleur Magnet High School. There you go. Yes. Home of the Mighty Rattlers. Home of the Rattlers, okay. yes. Um, and then I went on to matriculate to um, Spring Hill College where I received my bachelor's in science degree for uh, biology. Um, thereafter, I went to medical school at the University of South Alabama. Go Jags! There you go. Um, and received my medical degree there. Thereafter, moved to Orlando for three years to do my pediatric training. Um, of course, had to go see the mouse. <laughs> and then came back to Mobile because, of course, you never can get away from home. You're always going to, you know, you always want to come back home. Uh-huh. Uh, so I moved back home and worked here for the last 11 plus years. That is beautiful. It's it's a full circle type of story. It is. Because it is. sometimes you hear about people making it, quote unquote, and then they forget where they come from. Mm-hmm. But your roots, I mean, your foundation is so very strong. You grew up in a single uh, family home. Mm-hmm. How did that contribute to you knowing that you wanted to make it in such a, a big way in your eyes? So just to kind of give a little background. So I was raised in a house. It was my grandmother, my aunt, my mother, my sisters. And my grandmother was such that she always taught us we didn't have to depend on someone else to try to help us. If we needed stuff done, we did it. We wanted, you know, to we needed the oil change. If we couldn't physically do it, we'd go get somebody to do it. But, you know, we wanted to change the house around. We, tur- you know, we, we moved around the furniture. We grouted floors and retiled areas in the bathroom. You did. We did all that stuff. Like, Grandma was like, oh, we're going to get in here and do this. We don't need anybody <laughs> to help us. You all know. that girl power. Oh, yes. All kinds uh-huh. of girl power. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. We, we were of the mindset, we didn't have to wait on somebody to help us with something. You know, we would get out there and we would do it. Um, and it just gave me such a determined spirit that if I wanted to do something, I was going to do it. I wasn't going to be able to wait on somebody to hand it to me. And so with that mindset, pushed forward. Um, had times when people told me, oh, well, I don't think medical school is right for you. I don't think you're going to make it, you know, for whatever reason. You know, it, it, it's because I'm a female. It's because I'm black. Whatever. 
And I was determined, well, you're not going to tell me what I can't do. I'm going to show you what I can do and do it. And that's the model that I've always stuck by. Is I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to stand by and just let you tell me what I can and can't do. Let me just show you, and you'll see for yourself. You put that work ethic to serious. I mean, you, you, you turned it up. You have to. Oh, yeah, definitely. To, to, to go to the schools that you attended and to not just go but to, to graduate and then start your own practice. Right, definitely. My, strangely enough, my grandmother actually owned her own beautician shop. Uh-huh. Um, and for the longest, I would always tell her, oh, well, how did you do this and how did you do that? You know? And she always kind of, you know, oh, I got you. I'll take care of you. You don't have to worry about all these things. You know? um, but it just came to that place of I can't just continue going in a certain mode. And I don't want to just continue working for someone. I had always had the dream of I wanted to have my own. And also just being able to be an example to others too. So many people who don't know how to do, what to do, when to do, and, or even just having the notion of, can I do this? They're so afraid. And so sometimes it's taking that leap of faith Mm -hmm. to say, you know what, I'm going to try this. And if I don't do well, so be it. I start over again. That's right. If I do succeed, great. Thank the Lord for that. We keep moving. And not let it hold us back from anything. Speaking of the Lord, your faith is a big part of who we see today. And, yes. but, and as well growing up, um, who poured that into you? Who, who made that um, that you knew that that had to be, he had to be a part of your journey? Well, it, it's multifaceted, if you will. Um, I, was, I had the pleasure of um, being under my godfather, Wheeler Wicker, who's long gone now. He's, he's with the Lord now. But he was the first one to really start taking me to church on a regular. Um, and thereafter, just starting to have more of that hunger and desire for the Lord and for his word. Um, over time, uh, one of my best friends that I met in college actually had invited me to come to church with her. And that is now where we still go to church to this day. And that's at Keys to Successful Living over on Broad Street. And to hear our pastor preach and the conviction that comes forth with the word, just to know that God is with you every step of the way to understand it and then to actually live it and feel it. Not just, oh, that sounds good, preacher, but I I can't see how this applies to my life. To really hear the word, to go out and see it in action in your life, to know that, you know, through college, struggling, going through medical school, struggling, and to know that God was truly with me through all of that because the only way I could have made it through was with him. Um, seeing the things that you see in medicine in general, the, you know, the sickness and disease and not being able to, um, you know, let it take you under to be so overwhelmed with it. You have to have the Lord to really undergird you and take you through. So that's, that's the only way that I could even be here now. It is literally the Lord had to see me through it all. You right now have touched probably so many lives just saying that because unfortunately, um, you, it, it seems like we have to section off how we give praise. So, mm-hmm. you know, at the in the workplace or in our family or church, but very rarely all those, you know, come together. And, that is so true. And you, and does that pour into your practice as well? It does. So, hence the name Victory Pediatrics. Um, in 1 Corinthians 15 and 57, it says, But thanks be unto God who giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Literally, everything. He's given me the victory. He's given me the victory in my life, my home, you know, in church, in the community. He's given me the victory in everything. And I can't see 
doing this any other way. I literally can say it is truly by the strength of the Lord to do anything that we do. And like you said, so many people now just try to separate those things. And I think in this day and age with everything that we've gone through with, Mm -hmm. you know, the shutdowns from COVID, so many people losing family members and loved ones. What time more than now that we allow God to really stand up and show his presence. He wants to show his light through his people. And that's in, you know, being a mother, being a father, being a, a caregiver of any kind, being a business owner, being a physician, being a lawyer, being anything in this world. We are showing forth God's strength and his glory and his light in this world. So let your light so shine before men. So it, it, why would we try to hide that? Why would we put that under a bushel, as it says? We have to let it shine. And you keep using the word we, so it's a perfect segue to talk about the fact, um, not only are you a very accomplished um, doctor, you're also a mom and a wife. Yes. So I have been married now for almost eight years to my wonderful husband, Maurice Hancock. (laughs) And we have two beautiful children. Our son is um, now six years old. That's Andrew. Uh And our daughter, Gabrielle, is three years old going on 35 I swear. but she every is... mother with a daughter understands yes definitely oh but they keep me on my toes Don't they oh my goodness they are wonderful and they I mean they are excelling in school and uh-huh. you know they it 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 warms my heart when they come home from school and oh mommy we learned this bible verse or they're singing you know go tell it on the mountain uh-huh. and they're singing this little light of my you know they're singing all these these wonderful things and to show forth God's glory, even as children. Right. Do do they know what you do for a living? They do know. What do they think about that? Like the fact that you're helping to heal people. They so first they they tell me, "Are you one of the doctors that give shots?" <laughs> so <laughs> that's always the first thing is like, "Do you give shots, mommy?" <laughs> and I tell them, "Well, I make sure that we stay healthy, as you know, whatever way we need to address that um, for each individual." But I said, "Yes, we do." Give shots, but I won't give you guys any shots. It's not what I would do to you. Um, but they are excited by that. Um, they've even been excited. I've come out to their school to speak to their classes from time to time. And the students will see me in the hallway and they go, oh, that's Andrew's mommy. Oh, that's Gabby's mommy. Oh, you're the doctor. <laughs> and it's so funny that they make those connections. Right. And then our, you know, my children also just, they, they understand that's what I do. Um, more importantly, you understand it's for helping others, not just it's a status symbol or, oh, we've got money, which we really don't, but <laughs> despite popular belief. Right. So, oh, and I'm, glad, I'm glad you cleared that up. Yes. It's important. It is important. You know, it's we are doing this because we care and mm-hmm. we want to make sure to give the best health to people. Um, and so they understand that. And then they run around the house trying to pretend to give shots to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they got a doctor's bag mm-hmm. on the side. You're listening to uh, Dr. Carrie McDade Hancock. She is just opened her new practice, Victory Pediatrics. And here's something that I thought, and we're going to go to commercial break, but I do want to bring this up before we do, Doc. I, this is this is amazed me, and I've told other parents this. Will you please share how old a child can be to still come see you to fall under the the realm of pediatrics? They can be how old? Okay, so under the realm of pediatrics, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics, children consist from birth up to twenty six years old, even. Which is amazing, yes. It is. It is is absolutely amazing, yes. Now, in my practice, we see them up until their 19th birthday. 
Um, mainly because by that time they're transitioning to go to college. You know, there's still some things they need. They need you know, school physicals and things. Um, and so I will see them up to that age. If there's some chronic illnesses that are going on with them, sometimes we'll extend that a little longer okay. just to make sure that they get the good transition of care that they need um, to the right physicians, to the right adult physicians for them. Up to 26. Can you believe that? All right. Quick break. We're going to be back with more with Dr. Carrie McDade Hancock right after this. Welcome back to 251 Now with Kelly Finley. If you're just tuning in, you've got some great timing. If you've been listening, then you already know we are in the loop with all things when it comes to health for our children. Um, Dr. Carrie McDade Hancock, she's a pediatric doctor, a pediatrician, and has opened her brand new practice. And so we're talking more about her, her background and her, her backstory so you understand who your children may be seeing very soon. And again, I'm, I'm still just blown away that... A child can see a pediatrician until from from birth to twenty six. Oh yeah, seriously, wow, <laughs> just wow. Oh yeah, conversations are being had right now. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, you know, we always look at our children, and I don't care how old they get compared to everyone else; they're always going to be our babies. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you're ready to just wipe their face off real fast. I know. Your um your new practice, Victory Pediatrics. There is meaning that you've already shared um, from a from a biblical standpoint with with how you pick that name, but also when you look at your logo, mm-hmm. walk me through that. Okay, so in the designing of the logo, um, and as people will see the logo, is actually a stethoscope. So that the V actually forms the earpieces and the P is actually wrapped around with the end of the stethoscope. But it's a coil to it. So it actually looks like VIP with a star over it. So, it looks, so the whole point to that was I want people to feel the VIP experience when they come in to see us at Victory Pediatrics. So many times I've heard parents go, I just feel like I'm another number in the lot. I'm not a patient. My child is not a patient. It's, we're just another number running through. They don't have that personability and that relationship with their physician like they feel like they should have. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want my patients to ever feel that way. If anything, I want them to feel more like family. Like they know that you can come to me, you can talk to me about whatever's going on. If I can't completely help you right there, I will get you to the one who can. But at the end of the day, I'm going to make sure that we've gotten you taken care of the right way. I've always told my patients, you know, they come in. Tell me what's on your mind. I'm the first one to tell people, you know, Dr. Google does not equate to my medical degree. But if you find something on Google, come and tell me. You know what? I am so happy you brought that up because I think during the pandemic, we saw more doctors. We saw more Facebook doctors. Yes, (laughs) definitely. Definitely. And that's why I tell them, I say it's a matter of finding the information and knowing how to really use that information the right way. So, I mean, it just in every and anything, it's so yeah. many things that can get put out there and they're not necessarily founded or confirmed, mm-hmm. but we need to find out, well, is this actually something that's been studied? Is this something that is actually true? Right. And have you, having your doctor go through that with you so that we make sure to make the right decisions for the health of your child. Because you think about it, if you have a young child, let's say you're a new, new parent, dad or mom, mom or dad, I don't, parent. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're already stressed out and you have, you have not slept since probably four days ago mm-hmm. and then you hop online and you have assessed that your child has every single possible thing wrong yes. with them 
and you know it, 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 it's, it you want to run to the you know the grocery store or the drugstore and get all these things but it is so important to remember that you need to see your physician yes. your, pedi- your pediatrician yes as and all we all we mean is for the health for your child we don't ever want to do anything that's going to be of any harm to them mm-hmm. i always tell my parents come in let's have a conversation about things they may be spot on with whatever's going on that's fine i'm not above saying hey that's that's right. Well, let's do the right thing so we can take care of this. Or, um, not quite. Do we need to kind of tweak things here and there? Or, oh no, that's just dead wrong. Don't let, don't listen to Google. Don't do that. So, I I will I will be first to tell people I am I'm human as well. And there are some things in medicine that's more of an art than a science. And so we have to discuss those things together to make sure that whatever is going on is not just a blanket situation uh-huh. that is going to cover everybody. It's We've got individualized care for each and every patient and each and every child. That makes so much sense. It's like that's what the doctor prescribed Mm -hmm. right there. Growing up, did you always know that you wanted to be in the field of of medicine, of science, healthcare? And did you know that you want, and if so, did you know you wanted to focus on the, the smallest of patients? So I have wanted to be a doctor since I was three years old. And even to this day, my daughter now, who's three, is also saying, I want to be a doctor when I grow up. So it like warms my heart again, of course. <laughs> but I've, I've always wanted to be a doctor. That, that was never a question about that. Um, what field I wanted to do has changed multiple times over the last few decades. But <laughs> we won't say how many. And, <laughs> but, um, yeah, my initial thought was, oh, I'm going to be a dermatologist. Then got to medical school and went, oh, yeah, no, uh-uh, no. This ain't going to happen. Then I thought, well, I wanted to be a neurosurgeon. And now I went, oh, God, you got to go to medical school forever and ever and ever and ever. Uh-huh. And so I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that either. But it was through the course of time through medical school, going through and doing our rotations at the hospital, doing them in some of the um, outpatient clinics in town and realizing I really like working with the children and I feel comfortable with the children. Why, 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 why? They are always so vibrant and full of life just it's interesting to see Uh how their minds are working the conversations that they have with you Uh it's so fascinating and to know that I could still even make a difference to them and not to say that I couldn't make a make a difference with adults but to see that you know children don't want to be sick they want to be well and, of course, that's the first reason they go, oh, I'm not sick, if they think that you're getting a shot. They're like, no, right, that's right, sick. Right, right. But when they realize, okay, the doctor is here to really listen to me, then they actually open up more, and they'll tell you what's wrong. And they're not trying to hide things. They want to make sure that they are taken care of the right way. Um, and then to know I can impart, you know, some sort of positive influence into them, to know that, okay, this is a black physician that, Hey, she's she's cool and she did this. I could do this, you know, or and and because this is radio, people don't know that. Right. And the fact that you're pointing that out. Do you know what a big deal that is for young people of all hues? Yes. To see you like you're like a superhero. I wouldn't count myself that way, but (laughs) I but I have I've I've noticed that I've had more and more parents that I've talked to that just go oh my gosh, you're an African-American physician, you're an African-American female physician, and you really take that time with people. You really sit down and listen. And to have their children be able to look up to that, even if they don't want to be a physician, okay, 
I think I want to go to college or I think I want to do a trade. You know, sometimes it's a matter of, well, what is it that you want to do? Mm -hmm. And kind of coaching them like, okay, maybe you want to play sports. Okay, great. If you're great at sports, by all means. Is there anything else you like to do? You know, there are so many other vast things to do. Mm -hmm. And not to say that they have to be a physician either because everybody thinks, oh, that's, you know, a position of status, you know. But you're doing something to be a functional part of this society. It's what is it that you want to do? It could even be, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. Great. What are you going to do to achieve that? That's exactly right. What do you want? It's not about those titles. It's about your purpose and and what you can do. And I love the fact that at three years old, you knew what you were going to do. I always share with people that at eight, I knew. And I would tell people, I'm I'm going to um, be on TV. And, you know, and there's so many people go, oh, that's cute. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. But, you know, it's up to you to achieve that goal and and to keep your your crew, uh, for lack of a better term, around you that supports that and and pushes you and says, great, great idea, great goal. But what you're going to do to make it happen? That's it. And and you're living proof of that. So altogether, I mean, when you when you went from college on to, you know, the woman we see today, how many years? Of school, be I mean, I, I'm afraid to almost ask, but I really want to know how okay. many years. So it is four years of undergraduate school, uh-huh. an additional four years of medical school, and then depending on what field you go into, like for pediatrics, it's three years of medical training um, as a physician. Then, so you you have the title of MD at that point, but it's still three plus years of training depending on what you do. The more specialized you become, the more years of training you go through thereafter. Oh, my goodness. What do you think that you learned most about yourself during the heart of the pandemic? Because we're very much still in the pandemic. Oh, yes. Okay. We're yes. very much in, in the heart of, uh, you know, in it. But during the heart of that, what did you learn about yourself as a professional? Hmm. I think what I learned most was patience. Patience with others, but more importantly, patience with myself. Because a lot of times... We will beat ourselves up. Right. We have to be so perfect. We have to do things just right. And then when you realize we've got so much going on that's out of our control, we can only do so much. So I have to be patient with myself to understand I can only do one thing at a time. I can only take care of one patient at a time. And we have to be more forgiving to ourselves. So I... I because I know there's so many times, oh, I got to do this. I got to go here. I got to go there. Oh, we can't do as much. We're kind of, you know, sheltered. But, oh, that's right. I'm an essential employee. I have to go to work. I have to do so much. And then still be the mom and the wife and, you know, take care of other family or stay away from other family to make sure I'm not getting anyone sick. You know, sick. Right. And so I, I just had to really be patient with myself to understand I can only do one thing one step at a time. And when that thing is done, move on to the next thing. But not to overdo it and to drive myself crazy in the process you are sheer motivation my friend i just love that and i'm always transparent that we're friends in real life as well yes oh my goodness um lastly um what should parents be looking out for what are you seeing um the flu rsv and when should they call their doctor so a lot of what we're seeing right now, we're still in the midst of, you know, cold and flu season. Um, so we're also seeing a lot of RSV still cropping up. We're still seeing cases of COVID popping up at this point. Um, what I would like parents to know is if you see something that's wrong with your child, don't hesitate and think, oh, you know, they'll get better. They'll get better. If you have a concern because you see your child 24-7, I don't. If you see your child and you're saying something's not right, call the office, take your child to the pediatrician, Have them get checked out. 
you know, if it's, hey, we just need to reassure because we've, we've checked you for everything and everything looks fine so far, fine. If they're after, you're still concerned, you still see something's wrong, by all means, call your pediatrician. It is literally what we're here for. If we see, because I can't diagnose your child over the phone. If you bring your child in to see us, let us take a look. Because at the end of the day, moms know their children. Dads know their children. I can only see them for a few minutes. You're with them all the time. If you have a concern, let us know. Love that. Are you taking new patients? I am taking new patients. Yes, ma'am. Okay, where are you located? So we are located at 3929 Airport Boulevard. Facebook page name is Victory Pediatrics. You'll see my profile picture there. Um, and you'll also see pictures of the office there as well. Love that. And her website, victoryped.com. Thank you, Dr. Carey. Thank you, Kelly, for having me. Anytime. It's so great to know that superhero in real life, but at at the same time, just like us. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And that's what the doctor ordered. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of 251 Now with Kelly Finley. Have a great Sunday. We'll see you back here same time, same place next week. Tune in every Sunday for 251 Now with Kelly Finley, presented by Spring Hill College, 730 to 8 a.m., right here on The Sound of Mobile.